0: Bung bung! welcome to the potty is brought to you by bet with joel and he's back the afl season has restarted and you know what that means bet with joel is sending you the bets he's sending you where he has the edge on the bookmaker he's sending you the info all right he'll send you what bet to take which bookmaker to take the bet with with the with the highest odds. How much of your bankroll to bet, and why he thinks he's got the edge on the bookmaker. What more do you need, dude? Bro, you've just been going through a pandemic. You're just returned to work. Your 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 wallet's full of dust, dude. You look like shit. Your posture's terrible. You need to get your money up. So sign up to bet with Joel at betwithjoel.com/ref. That's R-E-F slash Welcome to the Party. P-R-W-D-Y enter promo code potty exclusive 50 that's potty exclusive five zero for 50% off your first week subscription there's no lock-in subscriptions dude what no lock-ins do your 50% off week see how you go if it's no good get the fuck out if it is good which it is dude i'm fucking rolling in cash bro flush you understand easy money you understand me so get in there make it take advantage of this fantastic service dude joel is a career gambler he has he has meticulously researched all of this to give you the best chance of supplementing your income oh my god this isn't gambling bro this is an investment Betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty promo code potty exclusive 50. Welcome to the potty is also brought to you by Phoenix Fitness, that's FNX Fitness. Do you need protein? Do you need fish oil for your fucked up knees like me? Dude, I walk around looking like Limp biscuit. you understand, no Bruno. Then I, t- I pop my krill oil I'm like, I transform into Optimus Prime, motherfucker. Get your shit together at Phoenix Fitness, dude. Check the link in the episode description or the link in the Welcome to the Potty Instagram bio. Go in there, enter promo code POTTY. Dude, you're getting 15% off. What? 15% off? Now that's a discount. You know that kind of shit can be expensive, protein and all this. 15% off Promo code POTTY Check the link in the episode description If you want to If you want to support The Welcome to the Potty podcast Directly dude Directly Go to the Welcome to the Potty Website Welcome to the Slash store And buy yourself A silky smooth Welcome to the Potty Unsourced t-shirt dude Silky smooth This shit isn't even made out of silk But I mean If you If you cooked something on it it, I'm sure it would be a, non, a non-stick. You understand? You put this bitch on the, on the element. Put that shit on high and cook a fried egg on this bitch. That, that egg sliding though. Fuck off with this silky smooth Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirt. They're flying out the door, dude. Get in there quick. Get in there quick. I guess people started going back to work. These shits. Ding, ding. I'm getting fucking orders, bro. Get on there. Welcome to the potty.com slash store. One size fits all, just kidding. Get, we've got all the sizes though, Order your size. Alright man, let's start the motherfucker show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome, to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. welcome. welcome to the party bung bung it's your man Clay Tron, aka A, the big boss man, aka A, the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm all way... Dropping gems, a.k.a. the milkman, because I always deliver, a.k.a. the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the captain, the motherfucking Stan Van Gundy of podcasting, bro. Yes. Yes. The NBA is coming back, but we'll get to that later. Dude, first and foremost, two weeks ago, I believe the episode was called uh, Black Lives Matter. I think it was episode 241 of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. All right. The week leading up to that episode, I gave you guys the opportunity to send in voice messages with your thoughts on the, you know, the Black Lives Matter protests and all of this. not, Not a single voice message came in, but I got a lot of messages. Now, I understand that some of you guys need some education. You guys don't understand. And I told you this. I understand that you don't understand. Okay? But... You guys, did, you guys clearly didn't want your, your ignorant ass voice being broadcast across the world. So you sent messages in so people couldn't hear your fucked up voices saying the shit you said. And let me tell you this, man. Too many of you guys are writing in talking about all lives matter, bro. And I'll tell you this. All lives don't matter until all lives matter. Do you understand what I'm saying? All lives only matter... When all lives matter. You see, the word all is is very specific, okay? Now, the reason people are saying black lives matter is because at this point in time, 2020, mind you, at this point in time where, where we are as woke as we've ever been, we're still killing unarmed black people all around the world. And that is unbelievable. We are being, we are being, ...basically selected as a group of people that don't... ...whose lives don't matter as much as that of an animal dude. Okay? When when a poacher kills a elephant for ivory... ...or kills a whale for for blubber... ...or f- fucking sharks for shark fin soup... ...or whatever... ...we, you know... ...we reprimand those motherfuckers. But you can kill a black man... and ...and literally nothing can happen to you. Okay? And now... Now I understand there's other minorities out there and that and that's fine and I and their lives matter too. But they're not getting killed point blank. They're not getting shot when they're unarmed. They're not getting knee to the neck for nine minutes. That's a lynching, bruh. That is asphyxiation, which is being, you know, asphyxiation, bruh. That's you know, that's basically when the 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 oxygen supply gets cut off, bruh. You understand? So That's a lynching. That is a modern day lynching, what we all witness. That's why that's why the reaction's been so huge. The USA, the world, has been made uh has become desensitized to guns and gun violence. We watch school shootings every other week. Understand? We watch we watch people get we watch unarmed men get gunned down. We watch no knock warrants on the wrong house, people get shot up. And we're just like, oh shit, it happened again. You understand? This was a lynching. This was a man getting his breath taken away by another man's leg, by his knee to the throat, saying, I can't breathe, begging for his mama. Okay. I'm getting emails about his drug history and stuff like that. Okay. So does that mean he deserves to die, dude? You've never smoked weed or something? Okay. Yeah. Okay. He... He's He's been on cocaine or whatever before. Who gives a fuck, man? Does he, does this mean he deserves to die like that? To get his dignity taken away in the last breath? Crying and begging for his mama in his last breath. You want to bring up his past, bruh? Like, fuck. Get your shit together. One of my best friend's mom wrote some shit on Facebook about how irresponsible people are for going to the protests and, um... She said, she said some shit about like, like, I don't know. It was fucked up saying something about black lives don't matter. Our lives matter or something like that. Talking about the coronavirus, a white woman with white children. Yes, of course you don't fucking get it. But we're out there protesting for our lives, man. Dude, black lives matter, bro. All, all lives don't matter till... All lives matter. You understand? So, b- fucking black lives matter, motherfucker. Fucking gay lives matter. A fucking Asian uh, uh, lives a uh, matter. You understand me? All lives don't matter until all lives fucking matter, bruh. How hard is this shit to understand, dude? Man, hey, dude, I had a, I had an email come in. Not understanding just From a female Email came in Female email You understand came in um, Talking about You know my You know I, How much passion I spoke with And shit about Racism I've experienced Talking about like It being be sensitive Like I grew up and I got bullied Okay That is A little bit Different That's a little bit different, bitch. You understand? You got bullied. What? What? what, Did you have some pimples? You know, maybe you were chubby. You had some braces. You know, you have freckles or some shit. Redhead. What were you? Who gives a fuck, man? Oppression is a different thing to being bullied. Oppression is years and years of your people not being held to the same, not standard, but like, not being respected as much as another people because of the color of their skin. We were owned by people. Do you understand that? And trauma runs deep. Okay, so you can say, "Oh, you weren't a slave." I right, bet. So that makes that makes it all cool. That makes it all cool, then, huh? Bull. Being bullied, dude. I was bullied. All right. I understand what bullying is. I was bullied. For the color of my skin. But it it, go, it goes further than that. And I've gone through this before. To this day, I am, I am 30 years old. To this day, I get followed around supermarkets sometimes because people think I'm going to steal shit. People cross the road so they don't have to walk on the same side of the street as me. The other day, I was at the doctor's office seeing a client. And when I was checking in at the reception... Some fucking like 70 or 80 year old dude, no bullshit, walks in with two females about his same age and starts right behind my back talking about how, how these coons are spreading the coronavirus with their fucking protests. Dumb cunts, he says. Coons and dumb cunts in the same sentence right behind me in the year 2020. This week. And you're worried about you got bullied in school or whatever. Bitch, I don't give a fuck about that shit. You understand? Because that is not the same thing. It's not the same. Alright? I don't, I don't even know. I, I don't think... I think I'm wasting my breath because people like you, I don't think... I don't think I can teach you anything. I don't think you want to change your mind. You want to defend... You want to defend the bullshit that your race puts us And I understand, like, just like you're telling me, hey, you, you, weren't, you weren't a slave or whatever. Yeah, well, I understand that you didn't choke a black man out. I'm not mad at you. So why are you defending this shit? More white people die every, every year at the hands of police than black people. Okay, well, there's four times as many white people. But guess what? Per capita, four times as many black people die than white people. So shut the fuck up. Get your, like, man, it's so infuriating. And I do with the ignorance that I'm reading in my fucking inbox. Yeah, I understand why you didn't want your fucking voice on record, man. It's wild, this shit that you guys are saying. You must know. You must know. Because you had the opportunity to speak up, and you didn't. And then you kept you kept sending your emails, man. It's, it's fucking insane, dude. I don't, I don't even want to stay on this shit. But, like, dude, the Confederate flag shit, we got, we got, dude, some dude, some dude quit NASCAR. Because NASCAR is going to ban racing with the uh, Confederate flag and all that shit. I'm not going to race no more. I quit. You fucking quit, dude. This is some sucker shit, man. Go flip a burger then, motherfucker. What the fuck's wrong with you? No one gives a fuck about you, B. The fuck? And, and on that, on the, on, the, on the flags, on the statue, like banning the Confederate flag, banning the fucking, you know, taking down statues of slave owners and shit. It's a, it's a fine line. Auschwitz, you know? Nazi Germany fucking up the Jews. We're not going to close down Auschwitz. I mean, it's closed down. You know, they're not still fucking gas and cats, but like people go there as a tourist attraction. It's so you learn about the atrocities that were committed and we don't revisit that point of, of our history. We don't go back there. So I do understand like having these statues up, but the statues, you also need to understand that the statues that are up are paying respect to these people, you know? if you want to do you should redo the statues and have them real fucked up looking like a dude a dude with like a lead you know like a chain around a black man's neck holding this dude like a slave you know some real fucked up shit that that makes you uncomfortable you know change doesn't happen when you're comfortable dude do you go to the gym and walk on the treadmill for six minutes you're not gonna lose weight dude you got to get into an uncomfortable zone before you start burning them calories. Losing that fat. You Got to bench press till your chest don't work, bro. Before you before you develop some titties. You understand? Change comes with discomfort. We got to make shit uncomfortable. You understand? But yeah, I, I think pull them down, bro. Fuck those statues. You want to talk about history? Dude, don't. Dude, they, they, t- they teach you all the bullshit in school like, oh, Christopher Columbus discovered America. But, dude, you need to start talking about cats getting whipped, you know, whipping whipping mothers, black mothers who were, f- who were raped and forced to feed white babies out of their breasts. But they could only use one breast for the white baby and one breast for the black baby because it was the same as like not sharing a water fountain. You know, colored only, whites only. So a black woman would have a colored only titty and a whites only titty. How degrading is that shit? Teach that. I bet a lot of you people only just heard that for the first time just now. Listening to the Welcome to the Potty podcast, bro. Shit. Teach that shit, man. And also you got to teach people how to do breakups, man. Shit. I think I, you know, I think I got maybe anger issues, and by maybe I mean definitely do. And I think, um, I think maybe there was a learned behavior because my dad's, my dad's a pretty angry dude, man. He's a pretty angry dude. He, he, I, I mean, I probably got, I got smacked a bit when I was young, like not hot, not like bad, like I didn't get beat, I didn't get beat up, you know, I didn't get abused by my parents Mum would use the wooden spoon dad would use his open hand um but he would yell he would yell a lot and uh he would go from zero to 100 so quick man and that dude that's what i find myself doing i just get mad so quick dude i need to change that i think i need to change that you guys emails pissed me off um you know Rachel will do something so small dude and I'll just my my reaction will be so much bigger than than the thing like mm, can't think of an example but I feel it afterwards I'm like ah oh, fuck Shoot, like shoulda just fucking probably coulda just relaxed on that one boss man you know but that's something I'm thinking maybe um dude I wish we could I wish we had like weed dispensaries man then i could get some edibles and like like 10 milligrams or something just to like take the edge off a bit because sometimes like if i smoke i just don't know how high i'm gonna get i'm not trying to get high like it would be nice to just like have a bit take the edge off maybe i should just roll a roll a joint and just have a puff or something like in the morning and then when i get home from work or something just to take the edge off and see if that helps maybe i'll try that maybe i'll try that man some I haven't smoked for a while either, man. But cause I nothing can make me mad when I'm high either, bro. I'm just so fucking lax, bro. But like my brain doesn't work either, so how am I supposed to write jokes? Or anything, read a book. But I think just a puff, like I don't think I think that might do it. That's the strategy anyway. Yeah, Clay, let's let's resort to drugs. Weed's different though, man. I'd much rather drink drink some weed. Smoke some weed than fucking pop, pop prescription pills, dude, and turn into like just fucking, you know, Neville numb nuts over here, you know? Just, dude, I got, man, I got clients, dude. I got one client that barely, dude, I've never seen anyone walk so slow and have less of a facial expression. He's, dude, he's nothing, dude. Like, not as a person, but just like he, like, expression he's so flat dude because he's just on the most powerful drugs dude it's like what what are we going to make this guy just do this forever or what like drugs are like prescription pills are fucked dude i don't fuck with them i don't fuck with them at all man i would prefer to be angry man at least you feel something at least you feel something bro this dude Man, I shouldn't really be talking about clients, but his name's Nah. <laughs> um, shit, what's been happening, man? Thirty. Everyone's having birthdays. I had my birthday about a month ago. Then uh, Lewis. Lewis turned thirty. Friend of the show, Lou Dala. Lewis Dalby, the traveler, the explorer. He turned thirty. Um. Rachel turned 33, dude. She's like, basically, man, I, dude, she was shitting her pants before I was, you know, born, really. You know, she had finished probably shitting her pants before I was born. Makes more sense. Dude, when was the last time you shit your pants? I can honestly tell you how long ago it was for me. It was about 10 days ago, dude. No bullshit. No bullshit, man. I, um, I didn't realize that I had a tummy problem. Okay. Uh, and I needed to fart and, uh, yeah, I blew, I, I blew one right out the back, the backboard. Um, it was, yeah, it was definitely, uh, diarrhea, which is, dude, and diarrhea, dude, is it, this is a fact that is the hardest word to spell. And you say, oh, you know, do phonetic spelling. Diarrhea. Where do you put the H? Is there a H H in it? Dude, diarrhea is the hardest word, dude, to spell and the easiest thing to come out of your butthole, bro. And I'm telling you, I just farted on the couch and it just sprayed into my boxer shorts, dude. And I had to go have a shower, man. And I was 30 years old when that happened. I was 30 years and two and a half weeks old when that happened, dude. So yeah. And that's not the only time, dude. I say, oh, and then the next day I vomited. So I did have a tummy thing, but I didn't know yet. And it's not that Rona, bruh. But check this out I, um, dude, in, I was probably 18 years old and I was wearing skins. Remember skins? Uh, skins is like, uh, they're compression pants for rich people, you know? Uh, and they tell you that they're better than just regular compressions, but they're really just the exact same thing. But I was wearing skins. Um, they were free though. We were sponsored by them, I believe. So I was wearing skins and, um, I was homesick. I didn't go to training that day and I was on the couch watching TV and same thing farted and it felt just hot. It felt so hot around my, you know, my, my taint area. And that was mostly because there was diarrhea dripping down my, you know, my ball sack, you know. So that's, a, you know, two times in probably 12 years I've shit my pants. And both was the same, sitting on the couch farting, just fucking sprayed out. But uh, the first one when I was 18, that was because a bug was going through the team. And I was playing with, you might have heard of NBA player Matthew Delavador. I was playing with him. I was on his team. He got sick, dude. And I don't know you know, he's never going to come on the show, dude. I don't even have his number anymore. So I'm just going to tell this story and you know, maybe it's maybe maybe it's, you know, his business that I shouldn't be telling, but if you know something, you know it, dude. And if you got a podcast, you got a podcast. You understand? So he he was very sick. And he did a shit in his own bed, dude, at night by accident. He was asleep. He sleep farted, shit shit the bed. And we had like house parents, right? And um, I forget her name, but she was so dope. And she really really helped him out. She got rid of the mattress and shit in the dark of the night. No one knew. No one knew about this until Deli told us, told the team. And um, then I broadcasted it on the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But it was 12 years later. Like surely that's statute of limitations, you know? So he shit the bed. Um, and I shit my pants probably in the same week. So that was, you know, that's, this is what we talk about here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, bro. You know, we move, we move through the w- realness. We go from, you know, racism to anger problems to, you know, shitting your pants, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Mm. Dude, I've talked, I've talked about Jon a couple times on the Welcome to the Potty podcast, bro, but he's still not a friend of the show. He still hasn't been on. He does have an unsourced t-shirt. Welcome to the potty.com slash store. Um, I went to his place for dinner last night. Him and Neeks. Neeks is his partner who also has an unsourced t-shirt. Welcome to the potty.com slash store. But um, they yeah, they invited us over for dinner. Rachel didn't come. Now... <sighs> I think I' might have even talked about this on the show before Rachel's got something called acne rosacea and it she gets like a little pink face and a little bit bumpy it's not quite like acne like it's not pussy but it's just bumpy and red and she I don't know had a fl- real bad flare up yesterday she reckons i think I think she looks fine you know but she yeah she was distraught man she she couldn't leave the house really to be seen um so I went by myself. I left Rachel here with the dog to, you know, have someone to cuddle. Um, and we had a roast dinner, bruh, in front of the fire. And that, that's a beautiful thing, dude. And that's a winter meal, dude. When you have a roast in front of the fire, man, dude, remember roast? Remember Sunday roast? I had that on a Friday, bruh. Think about that. Mm, 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 mm. Sunday roast on a Friday, dude. Dude, and usually a Sunday roast is usually when we when we have the boys trip when we're in Melbsey when we're in Mel- with the Z boys, bruh. Ooh, Sunday when people are at their most vulnerable, you know. You've done a couple bags of that, you know, and yeah, you've drank and you've drank and most of the liquor in Melbourne, bruh. We're sitting around just sad, and you you know you see you see someone over in the corner, and most of the times it is big Yarnos, man, big Yon over there wrapped in a doona just looking sad. And then you roast him, dude. And that's, and that's a Sunday roast, bro. Mm. But we had a, yeah, we had a Sunday roast on a Friday, man. We had a Sunday roast on a Friday. Man, that was a beautiful thing, dude. But I've been thinking, I've been thinking a lot lately about, um, you know, running versus chasing, you know, running versus chasing because uh i'm a i'm a dream dream chaser bro. shout out to shout out to mig mill but dude i i went to america i lived in america for five years trying to chase this this hoop dream you, you know and i think i did i did my best uh, i had some i had a lot i probably had more down times than up times to be honest over there but Um, you know, I didn't have a good relationship with my coach. He didn't believe in me. I would constantly prove myself, get an opportunity, fucking hit it out of the park. And then, you know, he would basically act like that never happened, you know? So that's how I feel anyway. And, uh, um, yeah, but I, I, that was a decision I made from a young age. Like that, that was what I was going to work toward, you know? But I feel like a lot of people, like a lot of people wear their overseas travel as like a badge of honor. Like, oh yeah, I lived here or I went there. and Oh yeah, spiritual journey to fucking Bali or spiritual journey to India. You know, that's the one. That's where you go find yourself, man. But that's, that's sad, dude. That's called running. That's running. Because you're right here, dude. You're right here. And you're running away from something. Whether it's family relationships, your job, you're running from it, and you can find yourself right here, dude. But no, like, travel's good, but just travel to travel to experience, travel to see things, travel to learn, man, travel to just live, man. But you're not finding yourself, dude. You understand that? You're, you're there before, like, it's still you when you get off the plane. You understand? It's just weird, dude. I feel like there's a difference. I don't, I don't really know how to articulate it, but there's a difference between chasing and running. You know, running away from wherever you're from. You know, Adelaide. Running from Adelaide or chasing something elsewhere. You know? Like, I love Adelaide. So I came back. I chased my dream. I went and did it. I was like, fuck, I'm going I'm going home, man. I did what I, I left. I did what I needed to do when I came back. Some people leave to escape. You know, that's what running is escape. Is it a problem? I think sometimes you got to, you got to face your demons or whatever. Like at the start of this episode, man, I talked about, you know, I got some, probably some, Some probably real anger issues that I need to face, dude. But I don't... Guess what? I don't need to go to fucking the middle of the desert or, uh, you know, somewhere in Asia or whatever to do that. I can do that here. Will I go to the desert in the middle of Asia sometime? Yeah. But that'll be for just experiencing that part of the world, learning stuff about that area. Dude, you travel... Dude, I'll tell you this, people that travel are more accepting. I'll tell you that the people that travel aren't the people sending me emails about all lives matter, you know? So travel, I think travel is one of the most important things you can do in your life. See other people, accept other people, learn about how they do their shit. Think about Lou Darla, man, friend of the show. He does travel, man. He loves it. It's all he does. Is he running? Is he running or is he just living? Is he chasing? He's an artiste. You understand? So he can do, he can do what he does. He can do that anywhere. And uh, often people say that they need to travel for inspiration. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you can, you can be inspired, but like you go and see that big, Sphincter or whatever it is in Egypt, you know? The big sphinx cat. You can Google that. You know, you can Google that and look at it. 3D images and shit. You can do Google Earth and you walk through the motherfucker if you have to. The catacombs, bruh. You can do that shit. You know? Being there is different. I understand that. But like... do we... Sometimes we run and I think we need to face shit. And I think that's part of that. Part of the emails that I got, you know, this is, I'm going back to it. Part of the emails that I got, I feel like people don't want to face the truth. People want to run from it and defend this sick behavior. People don't want to confront the truth, man. Fuck, I'm out here bringing the realness this week. But sometimes you have to, man. Sometimes you have to dig deep in these times with the, the level of bullshit that just goes on from day to day. But we do it. We bring the heat, man. And speaking of heat, dude, there's some fucking wild shit going on in the news. Let's, let's get into it. Oh, one of my favorite comedians, dude, Chris D'Elia uh has been accused by many a many a young lady of grooming young women and i don't mean i don't mean like you know putting their hair on pigtails and waxing them and shit i mean he's out there preying on them it seems um now innocent until proven guilty but and uh, hey believe i think we got to believe these women, you know, I don't think, I don't think there's any, I don't know, man, because I know people, I I know people lie, you know, I know that, and I know it's happened before, but this many women coming out with stories, uh, you know, Stories is one thing, but then people are sending in screenshots of the emails they've received from this dude and he's talking like a child. Like a girl will say to him like, oh, can we catch up? And he'll say, are we going to kiss? What, dude? What? So weird, dude. Like you're, you're he's he's taking his communication down to a younger level regardless he never asked the age as well which like some people will defend and say like oh he didn't know the age he didn't no one said that like if he didn't ask like if you look at the, some of the pictures of these girls dude like if he didn't ask he didn't really want to know do you understand it's wow bro. It it's disappointing it's disappointing dude Cause you know You look up to people And this shit happens dude Cosby Kevin Spacey R. Kelly The fuck The fuck dude It's just so wild Out in these streets dude These Hollywood streets Man These Hollywood streets dude I I don't know man I, I. Dude It's just wild that you know, like these comedians, sort of like similar to what? Like these these comedians sort of run around, right? Similar similar to actors. Like you know, actors are regularly be in the same movies with other actors and the same directors and shit like this. These comedians run around in their own little groups, their friendship circles, right? And you listen to these podcasts, like Theo Vaughn, Fighter and the Kit, all this shit, and there's always being jokes made about. Crystalia and underage girls, dude. So it just seems like, like you know, they're having a bit of fun, but like in hindsight, it's like, is there a bit of truth being said in jest? Do you know what I mean? Like, do, have they seen him with like these young women? And they're making jokes about it or whatever. Like. Like, I don't know I don't know if you can go to a podcast and start taking it serious. Because, you know, bro, you go back through these episodes and I'm, I'd say some fucking wild shit. You understand? Like, I'm a fucking wild cowboy from time to time, bro. But it's also the Welcome to the Potty podcast, so you know what it is here. It's all on source, bro. But, yeah, I don't know if you can go back through this man's podcast or his friendship circle and take all that shit serious. But, fuck, dude, it's just... you know, it hasn't gone to court yet or whatever, but how can you, how can you, den- how can you say all these women are, all these girls are lying? You know, how can you say that? How can you deny this shit? I don't know, man. I don't know if he's a sexual predator for sure. I, I, I believe these girls, right? I believe that what they said happened. Do I think he's a pedophile? I don't know. He's been married before. He's now got a partner with a young kid, which is concerning. Like literally like a six month old, if that. Fuck, dude. And his whole world's just been rocked, dude. Like what happens? What happens now? What happens to this guy's career? Does he get cast in any movies ever again? Does he still get sets? Man. Man. Yeah, man, I just, money and fame and power, dude, it it must be a motherfucker, dude, because it's it just seems like, surely like Hollywood doesn't just attract these kind of people, man, surely it turns you into that or something, I don't know, dude, oh, it's wild, dude, but Yeah, we'll just see how this shit all unfolds. See how this shit all unfolds, man. Anyway, fucking sports, yeah? What do you guys reckon? Let's do it. Alright, um... The NBA is coming back. Okay? And we know about this. They're doing it at Disney World to... You know, keep them in a bubble. Not worry about... Like, try and stay away from this coronavirus. They're playing with no fans. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. This dog keeps me awake so much. Um... They're playing with no fans and shit. They're staying on the compound. No one's allowed to visit. They've got, like, a... You know... Gambling and... Video games and... They got all types of shit. But they've got a snitch line, dude. So you can anonymously call up. You can anonymously anonymously call up and start snitching on Cat's for who break the rules. Now I think... That that's pretty fucked up. And I think it was LeBron James's idea probably to have this. So he could call up, snitch on Kawhi Leonard maybe. Um... Maybe snitch on Giannis Antetokounmpo and stop stop these motherfuckers from taking another championship from him because he, Lord knows he's he's nervous. He went to LA, built, a, built another team, you know, built another team, got whoever he wanted over there, Anthony Davis, you know, Boogie Cousins, injured. And he, uh, dude, he's nervous, bro, because if they don't win this shit, and I don't think they will, I honestly think that the Clippers can, can beat him in uh, in seven games for sure. Is LeBron a fucking freak? Yes, but he's on steroids, you know? It's all on source here at Welcome to the Potty Podcast. But, yeah, dude, they've got a snitch line, bro, and that's going to get, you know, prank calls. That's going to get taken advantage of, and I think someone's going to get fined for uh, at least... At least doing a joke or something on there. Maybe Dwight Howard. No, hold up. Dwight Howard's talking about sitting out. Listen to Kyrie Irving, stupid ass bro. Hey, check this out. Kyrie thinks the world is flat, bro. So let's just let's just not listen to what this nigga has to say. You know? He wants to talk about uh, sitting out and whatever. And I don't really get it. I don't get how sitting out and not playing is going to help the Black Lives Matter movement. I don't think Kyrie Irving likes playing basketball, to be honest, but that's for another time. But I think, you know, I get it. You're a rich dude and you don't want to... Maybe, maybe, this is all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Podcast, but maybe you're a rich dude and you're trying to not be... Um. Um... Perceived as better than the black people that are fighting for their lives and shit. And so you trying not to play. Maybe that's the statement you're trying to make. I don't know. But I don't know that not playing is going to fix police putting putting knees on necks. Yuck, my cup of tea went cold, dude. I've already had two coffees today. So I tried to. I had a tea this episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast, episode 243 of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But yeah, I don't know. Kari's tripping, bro. We need a Oh shit! It's raining. Dogs outside. We need yeah. We need to help Kyrie, bro. He's fucking cooked. Believe that. Um, but they're also talking about the NBA players wearing a smart ring, a smart ring, to, you know, to it. it it's it's gonna check your heart rate and whatever other shit it needs to check. And apparently, it can detect covid symptoms three days in advance or some shit and that sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me but um dude some of these nba players this is going to be the only nba ring they ever get to wear you understand so i wouldn't be not playing if i was you guys i'd be going there and getting this smart ring and at least wearing some type of nba ring maybe get that bitch engraved or something 2020 season with a big fat asterisk next to it or something like that you know um, but yeah, it looks like everybody's getting an NBA ring this season. It's basically the equivalent to a participation tr- trophy, you know, but fuck it. It is what it is. And it ain't what it ain't here at the welcome to the podcast. Oh God. Sometimes you fail to say, you know, what you're trying to say, but, um, whatever, bro. Another one. Um, AFL last night, I finally watched a game of footy with no crowd. And let me tell you this. Whoever is in charge of the crowd sounds is fucking good at it, bro. And that's real. Easy money. Dude, I've heard people say, like, oh, it's so hard to watch. Bruh. When someone's like getting close to goal, he ramps the crowd noise up, when he kicks it, bruh, whoever is doing that shit is G'd up from the motherfucking feed up, son. I respect that. It was good to watch some footy finals, man. I watched GWS versus Western Bulldogs. There was a brawl, big rivalry between those teams. Western Bulldogs still the worst haircuts in the league again this year. Um, so congrats for at least holding that title. Um, they looked Western Bulldogs looked much better than last week. Even though I didn't watch last week, but I saw the fucking score. Um, and here's a little uh, a tip, a bet with Joel. Tip of the week. I would bet on the Western Bulldogs to win next week um, against who are they playing. Uh, This is from Bet With Joel. He actually did send this tip in. Um, But let me just... Western Bulldogs against Sydney next week. Okay? Take that bet. That's your bet of the week from Bet With Joel. Um and yeah test that out if if Wes and Bulldogs win how about this here's the deal if if Wes and Bulldogs win you sign up to bet with Joel betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty enter promo code potty exclusive potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week dude if that if that bet rings true how's that sound you just got a free bet from bet with Joel you know is he going to be happy about that? I don't know. Does he listen to the episodes? I don't know. Has he taken away the sponsorship? No. So, I mean, I've never given away a free tip before. I did talk to him about it. I don't know that we've come to agreement on it yet, but Moneymaker Mitch does not, I repeat, does not, uh, you know, remove shit from this episode, you know? So think about that. Um. Uh, what else? Oh, there's no more sports, I don't think, but... Uh, I believe we've got some poor posture of the week. Hit it triple M. <makes noise> <makes noise> poor posture of the week. All right, what do we got here? Um, sorry guys, there's an ad on the screen that is not leaving the screen. Okay. Who has sent this one in? Uh okay, we've got some problems here with I don't know if it's the website or the computer. Yeah, I believe it's the website. It's not scrolling. Uh, it's not scrolling. So, um, I'll just read the headline, and we'll just guess what happened here. Um, so, funnily enough, this was sent in by a person named George. Okay, which is crazy because the headline here is "Florida man arrested." Florida man arrested for attempting to barbecue child molesters. Now, I don't know if this guy thinks he's Dexter. Or whatever. Um, but I, even even though you think you're doing the right thing, bro, that's the wrong thing. You understand? Um, but this dude's name is Jorge. Jorge Porta Sierra. Uh, no, Jorge Porto Sierra. Uh, and let me tell you this. Jorge is actually Spanish for George. So I don't know if... I'm really not sure if the guy that actually send this in real name is actually called George because that just seems like too much of a coincidence but um yeah it just I since this page won't scroll I'm guessing police has managed to stop this um and I wonder if they would have I wonder if police would have managed to stop it if it was a white person cooking people too soon I'm not sure uh next man arrested for poisoning homeless people and recording their reactions now it's real sick shit bro? Um, let's have a listen here. A man has been arrested for allegedly feeding eight homeless people with poisoned food in a string of attacks, which he recorded for his own enjoyment. Now that's real sick, dude. This dude's name's William Robert Cable, and dude, I got to I got to tell you, if your if your surname's Cable, dude, dude, that's real. That's some real biblical shit, bro. That's like the that's like a cross between Cain and Abel, which is a murder mystery between brothers. Um, which is some real sick shit, bro. So. If your surname's Cable, you probably already have... Your is probably, you know, at least at like a... If not a six, it's like got to be at a, you know, a five where you... You got to at least have scoliosis or something if you, if your surname's Cable, bro. Uh, uh, he's 38 years old. A handyman from the Northern California town of San Andreas had tricked his victims into ingesting ole, oleoresin capsicum, a chemical found from which a chemical compound from which the active ingredient in pepper spray is extracted. Uh, uh. The victims in the coastal town of Huntington beach of South of South Los Angeles were unaware of the food had been tampered with while several were given other food and beer to entice them to eat the tainted offerings. Some were told they were participating in spicy food challenge as part of the ruse. Um, fuck dude. That's some real sick shit. Fucking with homeless people, man. That's some real sick shit fucking with homeless people. It's bullshit. Man, this dude, bruh. String him up. String him up. That's bullshit. You don't, they're not toys, man. String him up. Thanks, Mike, for sending that in. That dude's fucking sick. Um, oh God, we got another ad here. People send in the most wildest pages that are just impossible to navigate, you know? Don't know where you get these fucking wild websites all that's interesting.com Jesus this one comes from Natasha or Natasha you know and that's a name that can be spelt the same but pronounced differently every time and I hate that about Megans and Megans and Megans dude did you know I've met a girl named Megan what Megan dude check your vocab what the fuck's going on there Megan Megan Good God, it doesn't even sound good. Just be Megan dude or Megan. Megan good, Megan Fox, Megan Gale. you know it's too hard. We need to um consolidate the the Megans and Megans and Megan's. We need to consolidate that shit like you're super bro. Think about that. Oh shit man, I fucking come. I come in fucking hot dude bro. Easy money. And sometimes I finish the sentence with "dude" and "bry" at the same time, bro. Easy dude. money. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro. Um, incel bloss, bloss. Fuck man, I'm tripping, man. Shit. Fuck, I'm feeling good. Oh, I just cursed so much in a row for no reason, dude. I'm feeling good for some reason, man. Hmm. Had to have some water to calm down. Incel blows his. Own handoff while making a DIY bomb to to attack hot cheerleaders. That's wild, bruh. Police contacted the FBI after the man showed up at a local medical center with a missing hand. Destroyed fingers and shrapnel wounds across his neck. Oh, shit. Look at his mugshot. Look at this sicko, bruh. And that's going on the Welcome to the Potty Instagram page. Good God, dude. Oh, man. Look at your face. Oh, Dude, your posture is so fucked up, man. You look like a fucking camel, dude. Humped up. Bruh, we need to help you. Let's start a crowdfund for this dude. This dude is sick. This motherfucker is sick. Incel. And if you don't know what incel is, dude, it's involuntarily celibate. I, 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 um, which is actually, which is actually, in other words, a motherfucker that can get No puss, no matter how hard he tries. Good God, look at this sicko, man. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh, sorry to hear that, dude. I'm sorry to hear that. Bruh, this motherfucker looks like a candy cane, bruh. Candy cane has been attacked by maybe a dog or something. His face is fucked. He looks like dog food, dude. Good God. Oh, my God. And look at his shirt. What's he wearing? Dude, it looks like... Dude, I don't know if he's wearing, like, maybe his dad's lab coat or something. He thinks he's a scientist, dude. Oh, man, it must... Dude, all he needed to do was spray out a couple times. And he wouldn't have had to do this. He wanted to blow up hot cheerleaders. Man, this dude is R-worded, son. Oh, my God. You can see it in his eyes. Dude, you can see it in his eyes. He's not even that bad looking, but he... Like if you look him directly in the eyes, he is unfuckable, bruh. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Dude, get some contact lenses or some sunglasses or something. And maybe you could get some push. Oh my god. Yeah, this dude, his name's Cole Carini as well, dude. Alliteration. Dude, that that's some Italian alliteration, bruh. Cole Carini. God damn it. Look at this motherfucker's face. He blew himself up. Made himself look even more unfuckable trying to blow up hot chicks, dude. I'm sorry to hear that. And that is just... That is insanity, bro. And that's poor Posture of the Week this week, dude. Congratulations, Cole. Oh, that's the best one we've had in ages. Who sent that in again? Natasha or Natasha. Yeah, that's right. You made me start talking about consolidating um, names. It would be better. It would be better for all of us. Um... Uh, let's go to Would You Rather, which we still don't have a theme song for. And if, any, if anyone, if any, if any, if Jesus, I'm talking too quickly. That guy really, really got me jacked up, dude. Um, if any of you guys want to do uh Would You Rather soundtrack or, I mean, not soundtrack, but uh, theme song, that'd be great. But we'll go with this one today. Hell no, till the no, 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 yeah, to the no. Um, all right, so this one here says would you rather be loved by every person on earth but be extremely unlucky or be despised by everyone but extremely lucky i'll take that love dude i'll take that love that's all you need love is all you need bro that was easy that was fucking easy man shit another one um would you rather fight a knight a viking a spartan or a samurai um, with my bare hands, I'll take a knight, dude. Because I don't think that motherfucker's really got that much skills behind there. He can swing a sword, but um, uh, dude, I got a tongue sharper than King Arthur's sword, known across the land as a lyrical warlord. Think about that, and that's that's a quote from the song "See the Fear" by Yours Truly. And Stephen Calvin Coombe, friend, friend of the show. He's uh the, the resident uh Welcome to the Potty NBA analyst, unofficial official. Now, did I get that all backwards? Let's try again. He's the resident official, unofficial NBA analyst of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Think about that. Um, uh, that's a song, see the fear. Go on to Spotify and listen to it so we can get paid. Put that bitch on repeat. See the fear by Clay Flowers. Um I'll fight a knight, bro, because he's heavy. I'm quicker than him. I'll get behind him, take his helmet off, and just beat the shit out of him with his own helmet. Think about that. Um, that was easy. Another one. Would you rather have two-meter-long arms or two-meter-long legs? Um. Well, I do have two-meter-long arms. Or do you mean each arm? And you've got... Bro, check this out. This one is from... uh. Sean and what he's done is he's said would you rather have two meter in bracket seven foot hey guess what nah bruh two meters is about six foot seven I'm six foot seven which is 201 centimeters so um get your measurements right dude you should you should hang out with my friend mileage he knows all about measurements or two meter long legs uh, I'll take the long arms bruh I'll slap the shit out of you from two meters away dead ass another one um would you rather be the first person on mars have the highest iq be the sexiest person alive or have a time machine that only that you can only use once well, fuck that one um sexiest no don't give a fuck about that first to mars no nah, let me get that let me get that high iq be for real that way i can you know i can probably if i've got the highest IQ, I'm probably think my way to mars you know if I can build myself a aircraft if I really want to go there, which I don't. Um, I can probably build a time machine that I can use more than once. And, um, dude, if my is that high, I can talk myself into some pussy. You understand me? <laughs> I'm fucking killing it today, dude. Thank you, Justin, for that bullshit one. Hey, let's do would-you-rathers with only two options. Okay? Another one. Would you rather lose your wallet and house keys or lose your phone phone dude i've lost my phone before it's easy wallet you got to cancel your cards re-get them all that bullshit dude go get a new phone bro. easy peasy i'll do phone lose my phone next another one would you rather not sleep not eat or never get tired um not sleep and never get tired sort of I don't know. Uh, and this is from someone who reckons their name's Percy, but I've never met a Percy in my life, but I guess I'd say never get tired. I love eating, bro. I want to eat, but not sleep, bro. I would, if I, if I never get tired, I would, I would also choose not to sleep. If I never got tired, why would I sleep? Hey, Percy, fuck you. That one's so dumb, bro. Dead ass, bro. Dumb. Let's do one more. Oh no, I've had this one before. So cancel that. Uh, do we have anything else to do? Fuck, I reckon. I reckon I saw some advice in the emails, man. Let's go have a look. We that need to no move Blanzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Uh, what have we got here in advice today? And this one is coming in from Ulysses. Well, that's just not true. Anyway, let's see if this is for real. Do I have a bad personality? Am I fake? I feel like when people first meet me, I come off as really sweet and quiet, but then as you get to know me, I'm more funny and say stupid things. I feel like once you know me really well, I'm more like normal, have a normal mean side and I'm not the same super sweet person I come off as at first. Not that I try to be mean, but I feel like I'm a little more real. So I sometimes get told by people that they think I don't talk. I do talk around most people. I just naturally get quieter when I think someone's fake or mean. I also never want people to see my weak side or see that I'm hurt. Like I have very close friends and I never mention to them how my mother is mean to me or just things like that. I guess I try to come off as strong. Um, ew, what is this? Clay fucking writing into himself. No, you're not fake. You're guarded and you need probably therapy, dude. I don't know. First of all, why would you choose the name Ulysses as your fake name? Um, yeah, I, dude, I don't just meet people and put all my cards out on the table. I'm very reserved when I meet people. First off, because I don't, you know, it makes me nervous. Second off, I got trust issues. But yeah, man, I wouldn't. I, I don't think you're a bad personality. Um, I mean, you might if you've got a mean side of the you might need a bit of work. You shouldn't be mean, but you can be real for sure. If you feel the way, feel it. You're allowed to feel things. Um, maybe try to be appropriate, know your audience. You don't need to always say things that come into your head. You can sometimes keep that shit to yourself, you know? Um, are you fake? No. You want to come off as a nice person when you meet someone, everyone does. And you don't want to give too much away. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Just don't think so much, bro. Be cool. And maybe get some therapy. You seem a bit fucking strung up about your mother and shit. Just sort that shit out, man. Um, What else do we have here? I have a heterophobic friend and I don't know what to do to help her. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. Is heterophobic a real thing? That seems like... That seems like some shit that... A straight person made up just because they didn't want to be called homophobic anymore. But let's read this dumbass shit anyway. This was this is from Aaron. So my friend is a lesbian. I'm you're you're a gay man and you've got a girl's name. I guess we're not supposed to say girls' names or anything anymore, but you've got a girls' name, Duke. Let's keep going. So my friend is a lesbian, I'm a gay man, and apparently the only reason we're friends is because we're both gay. Cool, dude. That sounds like a good start. Oh, you like fishing? I've got a friend that likes fishing. You guys will be best friends. Which, frankly, is kind of sad. She constantly says derogatory things toward anyone she meets who is cis, gendered, or hetero, such as saying how they're disgusting... Automatic homophobes, weird and boring. She treats people she doesn't know are gay differently by being more hostile and eager to pick fights with them simply because they're probably straight. In the past, she has slated people who have come out by saying they're faking it for attention or they're not fully gay, so they're not worth my time. Her exact words. It's honestly really bothering me, and as far as I've known, she's never ever experienced direct homophobia as we live in a very liberal area, and her family is super accepting. It's just treating... It's just her treating people differently that I don't like, and I'm wondering if there's any way to help her. Thanks. Your friend sucks, dude. Your friend is, the, is what's the matter with um, uh, your people. And that sounded mad derogatory, but let me put it into perspective here. I, uh, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. If you're black. Um, and you haven't, you know, it doesn't matter whether you've experienced racism or not. You cannot paint a whole race with a tar brush. So I've direct, I've directly and continue to directly experience racism, but I don't look at every white person as, you know, a fuck up or cunt or a racist, you know, and this bitch, and yes, I'm going to call her a bitch, it has a problem with all straight people because she's gay and that's the only way to be. And that's the only people she wants to be around. Um yeah she needs to get her shit together. Um she she wants straight people to accept gay people, right? All lives matter, right? All lives matter. Well, you need to fucking you need to accept everyone, not just your people. You know? And that goes out to all the black people out there too. You need to accept white people as well, cuz if we cannot coexist no change will be made all right does that make sense uh tell your friend to shut the fuck up and sort of shit out to be honest fucking i feel like i hate that bitch um (laughs) next uh and this is the last one of the advice here today how can i cut everything slash everyone out of my life and this is from a man named paul you sound like a child oh i'm 15 yeah you do sound like a child dude Um, that sounds like a really stupid thing. Uh, I've judged you before reading the body of the email, but you don't cut everything or everyone out of your life, dude. What the fuck are you talking about? Anyway, I'm 15. I have nobody who would actually seriously be affected by my death slash existence. However, I want to really make sure. So how can I get everyone to stop caring about me? Hold on. You've just, uh, what's that word? You're not, not hypocrited yourself. You've, uh. God, my vocab is so fucked up. I need to start reading again. Um, like you said, you said you have nobody who would actually seriously be affected by your death or existence. But you want to get everyone to st- stop caring about you. If no one would be affected, that means no one cares about you. But you obviously know people care about you. Um, I'm pretty sure that nobody does, but you can never be too sure. I don't want to do anything that could result in anyone ending up hurt mentally or physically. Still, I really need to a hundred percent detach from everything. Um, let me tell you this. You're not going to be happy by yourself. There's nothing, there's nothing worse you can do than socially isolating. Um, which is (laughs) ironic considering the fucking coronavirus shit at the moment, but, um, Uh, I don't think you're suicidal at all. I think I actually, I honestly think this is a cry for attention. Um, if you wanted to be alone, you wouldn't listen to podcasts and write into them. You wouldn't, you know, listening to a podcast is like company. It's like, I'm talking to you, you know, it feels that's what it feels like. It feels good. I love listening to them. Um, you, wouldn't do, you just wouldn't do it if you wanted to truly be alone. You wouldn't write in to get someone to speak back to you. I don't think you really want that. I think you actually want the opposite. I think you want attention. I think you want love. You want affection. I think maybe you've got a little bit of depression. Maybe, but probably not. I think you're being a bit dramatic. You're 15 years old. Um, Don't detach, man. Don't cut people out. It gets better, dude. Shit gets better. I was bullied for my whole school career, man. Primary school, which is elementary school, which is always, which is also, and then high school too. Bullshit, man. Just bullshit. Fuckwits. Dude, on the basketball court, you know, about my, about my fucking skin color, dude. Bro, I was in the, I was playing in Nebraska, dude. A fight started in the, in the stands. In the stands, a fight started because um, people were yelling wild shit out of me. I was the only black person on the floor. People were wh- yelling out wild shit. And um, there was a couple of black people in the stands that stood up for me and started fighting, bro. <laughs> dude, and like I said, at the doctor's office the other day. dude, every, Dude, my life, man. But shit gets better, dude. I promise you shit gets better. You're a young kid, 15, man. Fuck, dude, I fucking hated high school. People say this is the best years of your life. Don't listen to that shit, dude. I would never go back. I would never go back to high school, man. Fucking hated that shit. I got no bitches. No one, no one gave a fuck about me in high school, man. That's how I felt. That's how I felt, dude. But people do give a fuck, man. I had friends. You know, I had my group of friends, dude. I'm, just, I'm friends with them to this day because that's the real ones, man day a one since day one man and you've got friends i know you've got friends dude it will get better it will get better now there's just some asshole kids out there stay off maybe stay off social media i know it's probably harder like back in my day we didn't even have did i just say back in my day when i was young man we didn't have social media so i only got i got bullied at school and then i'd go i'd ride my fucking bike home and hang out with my friends play video games and shit and not worry about cunts like coming at me, you know, maybe you got to get off social media or whatever, but <sighs> um, it gets better, my guy. That's all I can say, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're going through this. I'm sorry for calling you sensitive or whatever. I called you, man. Dramatic. I apologize for that. Uh, it gets better. I swear to God, man. Swear to God. Swear to God, bro. It gets better. All right. Um, I promise you, dude. I do promise you that. All right. Let's do some Clay's Reviews before we get the fuck out of this depressing-ass episode. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set, design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's Reviews. Yeah, dude. Just talking about this depressing episode. I'm I'm about to talk about two movies right now that made me cry, bruh. Um this movie is called Good Time, starring Robert Pattinson, which is the Twilight Dude and the new Batman. And he's got disabled brother, man, and they um He's just trying they rob a bank, basically. The brother gets caught, and um he's He's traveling around, uh, trying to figure out how to get his brother out. And, um, basically, man, it, oh, man, I, lo- I loved the way it was shot. I loved the color. I loved the, the fucking sound the score, the acting, the shots. It was, yeah, bro. I fucked with this movie heavy. To be honest with you, um, and it was a it was one of the, it was just full circle. The message was astounding and heartbreaking. And um, eight out of ten, I recommend it. You remember Uncut Gems? Remember Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler on Netflix? This is very similar. Like anxiety for just the whole film, just anxiety, 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 anxiety. This dude, everybody's life he touches turns to shit. Um, Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. And then we watch this movie after the wedding with what's her name, Julianne Moore. Who kind of she's got red hair, so she kind of reminds me of my mother, dude. But um, oh man, I uh, I don't know how, how much I can say about this without giving it away. But it's it's family drama. It's um. You know, there's kind of a message in there about when you do something it's like something life changing in the wrong sense, something bad, and you try to, you're trying to find a, a purpose, a, a reason, a way to, to escape that or make good, you know, but it, it doesn't work that way. Um... Fuck, it, it was a dark fucking movie. Well, it was, I don't know. was it dark. It was beautiful. It was heavy. Um, and I, I, Rachel was like, can we watch something beautiful tonight, man? So, you know, we were kind of both feeling a bit sad. So we put that on. I, after the wedding, you know, oh, talking about weddings and shit. I'm thinking, yeah, this would be nice. Lovey dovey. Fuck dude. A couple of fucking sour sobs sitting on the couch you know just crying bro sad as fuck but it was good 7.5 out of 10 man 7.5 out of 10 and that's the welcome to the potty podcast for today man i think we i had a short episode the other week so i've i've run a bit long today which is you know we just try to try to even shit out man we're at hour 13 bro so that's a beautiful thing for you guys um You know what to do, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Buy a t-shirt. Sign up to bet with Joel. Buy something from Phoenix Fitness. Support the show, dude. Um, Support the show. The best way to support the show is to buy a t-shirt. Second best way. No, actually, the best way is probably to just share. And that's for free, dude. Just share the post. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Share the show. When you're listening to it, just click on those three dots. Share it. Share it to your Facebook. Share it to your Twitter. Share it to your Instagram story. Not even on the feed, bro. Just let people know that you're listening to it and it's dope. Let people know it's dope, man. Please. That's the the best thing you can do is the freest thing you can do, dude. Just do that, man. I love you guys, man. Make sure you love yourselves. This is Welcome to the Party, and as always, Bung Bung. (laughs) Baby, welcome to... Welcome to